0: Who's that? Me? You are tuned into the 7209 podcast with Ebby O'Kieffa and Marlan Parker. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it.
1: 7209! Yeah. Hey! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what down. to go down. Yeah. Go down.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? I had to if, put an extra years in there. If the if the walls could talk. What? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, man, we back, man. Episode 12. Uh, episode 11 was fire. So if you haven't yeah. caught that, make One, sure you two. do. Yeah, man, boss talk. But we got another boss talk cracking on episode 12, y'all. Um, we got a special guest with us today. But before we get the special guest going, man, I just want to let everybody know, man, it's so good to be back. This is season two, the 7209 podcast show. Me and my boy, P. Man, let me not say me, but Abby Okieffa. You know, (laughs) you guys should you guys should know who I am already by now. But you know how it is we we seeking to get new listeners, so we Mm got to constantly reintroduce ourselves, like Jay Z say. But Mm -hmm. it's Abby Okieffa on the ones and twos, and I got my boy P Marland.
3: You already know, man. Principal P the MC. (laughs)
2: We out here, baby. We out here,
3: man. We have uh, like the supreme guest today. I mean, this guy, he's done probably like a million of these things in this chair, but we're going to take an opportunity today and carve out the greatest experience in 7209 history today, right now. I'm calling it right now. I'm raising the bar. So I I know he's going to bring it. And that's why I'm speaking so highly of him. But you may know him, not like how we know him, because we go way, way back. And when I post pictures of you people act like, I don't know you. And I'm like, bro, like, don't make me post a picture of me and Jonathan back in, like, 2006. Stop playing. Right. Stop playing. Stop playing. <laughs> Before the beards. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah. But it is my boy, man. Jonathan Elias.
1: Man, what's cracking with you, bro? What's bam,
3: up? <laughs> you
1: gotta drop the bombs on <laughs> that one. Yeah, yeah. The horns, <laughs> all that. <laughs> what's up, brother? Hey, man. I want, I just want to start off with saying, you know, I appreciate y'all, you know, bringing me in on this. And I want you know, we gotta say it. Kings got to say it to each other. Like I'm I'm super, super proud of y'all. Real talk. Like from where we came from and seeing how we're all just like flourishing and doing um what our purpose has always been. It's really, really dope to experience that and actually see it come true. So I'm I'm proud of y'all, man. Man, much love, man. I appreciate that,
2: bro. Salute, real talk, man. Salute, man. We got so much history, like Pete said, man. Um, way back in our undergraduate days. And so um, with that being said, man, um, let's start off with we know who you are, brother. You know, you are our brother. But let's let our our listeners know. Um, enlighten them as far as who you are, where you come mm-hmm. from, what's your background, you know, tell, um, all that good stuff, man. Tell us. Okay. Tell us about Soul Train. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Include yeah. that, too. <laughs> yeah, right, right, So, um, so yeah, just, uh, Jonathan Elias. And I was born in Inglewood, uh, come from a Nigerian Niger father. Uh-uh, I know. Uh, no. I, I, I let them know. mother, You know, so I had the East and West. I got the Ethiopian, Eritrean on my mom's side, mm. on my pop's side. So um, just grew up with culture, you know, grew up in a loving family. I was definitely blessed uh, for that. And, you know, we all went to Cal State. I started out there like 2005, I believe. Yeah, I came. I came after I got my AA and I was like, OK, I'm going to go out there. And um, you know, before that, of course, you know, I started doing uh, TV, and uh, like you said, P, um, <laughs> been, uh, Soul Train, So Soul Train was my first first gig. You know, my family was like, you know, stay African. So they was like, you're not doing TV. You're about to be a doctor. And I was like, all right. So right. <laughs> I, I, I bought my own car, drove myself to, you know, Hollywood. Uh, 17 years old, was the youngest dancer on Soul Train. I was the main dancer on there. So from there, just kept on going. Um, and then yeah, so we went to Cal State. You know, pledged, cap off side. No funny story. Funny story. I don't know if y'all know this. I was about to come to y'all informational. I think I knew that. <laughs> really? Yeah, I got into it with two dudes that was supposed to be or that was on my line. I'm not gonna say no names, but I got into it and I was like, I'm not I was like, I'm not about to rock with them. So because <laughs> I was real close with y'all. Y'all was actually the yeah, one I really was cool with, like Tokes, um Charles and all of them. So I was really I was really close with y'all. So, but you know. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, what, hey what 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 year did you uh come through with
2: uh, with, with the oh, capital sick. Okay. Oh, okay okay, mm-hmm. okay oh, so yeah we'll, that was, oh, you were was was on around.
3: on that big <laughs> on that big line yeah, yeah. Okay. And hey. tail that's 10? what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like
1: the comeback, comeback. I remember that. Cause I
3: remember, um, like, when we were up there, we were kind of d- doing our thing. And Abby got there uh, a quarter before I did. He got there in like early or mid 03. I got there in fall 03. And then we had kind of got connected or whatever. And then as, as we crossed in 2004, we took it up. Four, five, six five, six notches. So when you yeah. came in, it was like, oh shit. <laughs> so, like, man, it's like, like, yeah, it's like cracking. You know yeah. what I mean? And <clears throat> I remember like meeting you and, uh, and Bralio and y- y'all just had this, this, this energy about y'all that was just totally different. And it really matched us. And it wasn't like a oh, we need to bring them in just because, like, you know, we need them to work with us. It was like, but it was more like these dudes is cool, like, we need to function yeah. with these guys. Like, these brothers is out here, like really, really controlling situations because you would see people just kind of like not following y'all around, but like you guys were leading the charge in a lot of different ways. Yeah, right yeah, yeah.
2: Facts, good times, man. Good times. <clears throat> For real. Yeah, man. It was it was it was solid back then, man. I was a, a good solid three to four to five years, you know, yeah. of, uh, especially with Greek. Greek was, mm-hmm. was, man, and it was monumental for Cal State, man, because like, like Pete was saying, um, there was a little gap, you know, in regards to Greek, the Greek yeah. world yeah. And, yeah. and just exposure and, um, all that stuff, you know, with the NPHC, you know, it was Greek there, but it wasn't no NPHC like that. So, uh-huh. so like P said, when we came through, you know, we just took, took the bar to the next level. And then from that, from that point on, man, it was, it was history, man. Whoever came on after and no matter what organization you came through, you know, sky's the limit. So,
1: yeah, uh, we really so it represented cool. Yeah. The NPHC really re- represented I, I have mm-hmm. to give y'all because y'all were literally the first, org that I did see. I remember going to some some like little party. Um, the jump off. It got to be the jump off. Like, Whoa, be the jump what off. the hell? Yeah. Like that <laughs> was, I was like, okay, this is, this is what, You know, and and um, I, you know, I I gotta commend y'all because it, it really was. I I don't know what it was before. You know, I came there, but I do remember seeing y'all and like y'all were really the only ones on campus. You know, we were. Uh, a little in trouble. So so. My, <laughs> line was, my line was the first one coming back from, you know, suspension or whatever. So um, we, we learned a lot from y'all, uh, for sure. And, you know, I, I do have to commend y'all. Y'all was taking care of business and y'all kind of really started that whole that whole moment. Mm-hmm. Of, you know, black Greeks, black Greek organizations come to Cal State and like actually put in work in. You feel me? Yeah. 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 And
3: then y'all came through and just just I mean, health, <laughs> healthy competition. That's yeah, all yeah, I would say. It was healthy definitely company. healthy yeah. competition. It was like, hey, they doing that. OK, then we're going to go slide over here and we yeah. sliding over this way. Oh, they going that way. And it was just it was it was cool, man. It was really really good. And we we had moments where we definitely disagreed on some things. Yeah. You know, um a lot of brothers let some of that some of their personal feelings uh influence their perspective organizations, but I think the beauty of it is that it never really got to violence. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like, I don't like you. Yeah. I really don't like you. But not to where I'm trying to where I'm where I actually punch you in the face as a right, was, right, right. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people, especially on um, black Greek letter orga- or organizations at times, kind of it gets to the physicality without any like diplomatic discussions. You know what I mean? And I think that that's something that people need to get into. But yeah, we talk about all that stuff later. But yeah, man. So Let's get let's get into you. Like, how did you get or what are you doing and how did you get there? Let's talk about that.
1: So um, I am a media correspondent, TV host. And how I got here, man, work, 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 work and dedication. Um, Got a lot of no's. Uh, So I started off. You know, I was a model for a clothing line when I was at Cal State and when um, the clothing line found out that I was getting a bachelor's in mass communication, they was like, wait, so you actually have a brain? You want to be the face and, you know, interview celebrities on red carpet? So I was like, sure, <laughs> you know, because my, my passion was acting. So I was like, well, let me use this to, you know, try and get through the door and um i started doing like red carpets and it was wild because celebrities would start remembering me and they were like yo we like you we like you you know and it kind of like boosted my my confidence because you know i i grew up being bullied um one being african funny looking all of that you know and um for me to finally find my voice and be accepted I was like okay so this is this is pretty cool because I don't know if y'all know but I was low-key homeless for a little bit at Cal State when I first got there you know I think I I I, rem- I think I remember I, that yeah, yeah I, was, oh. I was sleeping on people's couches Johnny and Peter's uh and John, Johnny's and um the Bill's couch the S.G. Rose like yeah. I was always with Queenie That's Uh, yeah, that's right. Queenie. Wow, that's a throwback name, right? That's the sis. So wow, um, yeah, I was I was homeless. And I it was because I didn't want to tell my family that you know I needed anything. That's just the type of person I am back in Long Beach. You know, they so that when they ended up buying a house in Fontana, that's when I was like, Finally, I got (laughs) somewhere (laughs) to stay stable, you know. So driving back and forth to LA and sleeping on people's couches um, and then still doing schoolwork and all that. Um, And how long was you doing? How long were you doing that? uh, I did that for like, uh, for sure, the first year. So like right before maybe. Yeah. Right before I pledged. I say like that's when my, my family got a house in Fontana and, and they were like, well, you're going to come and stay. I was like, hell yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you right. know? So right. they had no idea. They had no idea. So, um, yeah, it, it, it wasn't easy. You know, it wasn't easy. But, you know, I just stayed dedicated. And uh, from there, uh, when I, I went to Howard for grad school and then had like a viral video on YouTube and. That's when I started doing, you know, creating and I ended up doing a TV show. It's like a music video countdown that was aired in Africa and Europe on the Ethiopian network. Mm. And from there, just like blew up, just kept on going, kept on going. Um, that's when I did like 106 and Park and... Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it just it just literally kept on going. I, I have so much under my, my belt now. I couldn't even tell y'all every single thing that I've done, but done some major, major stuff hosting. So I'm still doing it. Uh, that's my full time gig. I'm Ebony Magazine's uh, official correspondent now. Um, so, yeah, just. Just out here. So, working. So,
2: so I got a question, man. Um, mm-hmm. And thank you for sharing that with us, man, because some of that stuff I didn't even know. That's crazy. Yeah. But, you, like, but you know what? But you know what? Any, but uh, Nobody really knew that. <laughs> but 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 it's not it's and not to say that it's not surprising to me because there have been uh, at least me personally. Uh, I know a couple of individuals um, back in those days where um, they were sleeping on couches, bro, like yeah. for real and not letting their parents know that they, right. that it was rough or struggling because um I, I know I was one of those individuals in a in a different way where basically I'm, and and from a culture standpoint you know from a ninja perspective mm-hmm. we we tend to not let our parents know that we struggle because okay. of the simple fact that if we let them know there's a clash in regards to them wanting to help out and if they helping out it's as if they have control of us from that point forward whereas Mm -hmm. yeah and 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 it's like we grown but to them we still they're kids and not to say that as a culture it is a culture thing but it's not because all parents are like that but Mm -hmm. but um we tend to uh you know clap back because We first and foremost, we don't like to feel controlled. We grown. We in college. We trying to do our thing. However, you know, that storm and that wave came out of nowhere where it's like, damn, this shit really is tough. Uh, I wasn't ready for this, but I'm going to pull through. You know, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to grind it out and I'm going to make it work. And so uh, we do whatever it's And and there's pros and cons to that. You know what I mean? Because there are times where it's like, shit we do got to humble, humble ourselves and ask for a little help you know what i mean so i think with us being young and in college it's kind of hard for us to differentiate how to work that balance overall uh man salute to you on on your grind with that situation but like i said man there's a couple of individuals uh he and, he and i we we came across a couple of people that were sleeping on couches you know yeah. and they are they're, they're roll out on the weekends man like with with, with trash bags clothes and yeah. they bags like out and we like yo, what's yeah. up? Hey man, yo. I gotta go handle
1: something real quick, but it's like you know, that's that the situation with me, yeah, that one, man. Like, yeah, sure and it, if I got into it with you know my LB, then i would go to the SC road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. once I felt like I was kind of overstaying there, I went to Mo's crib. I yeah. slept in Mo's bed for Mo. a whole oh, man. like man. at least two I, semesters. <laughs> I told you, he throwing throwback names out there. Man. <laughs> I forgot all about Mo. It's listen, and and you know I I'm, and I say these names as well because if it wasn't for people like them, I mean, right? I yeah, it, you know what I mean. And, and yeah. it's really dope to. I think, like I said, it's all a part of God's plan. Like, um, I would never change my journey, even though it was one of the toughest, and people don't know how dark it got. But I would yeah. never change it because if I did, I wouldn't grind as hard. You know, right. if I didn't grind right. as hard, then I wouldn't be where I am. I'm happy now. Like. I I got money, I got my career. Uh you know, I'm I'm happy. Like my family's happy, they're proud. That's all I want to make sure that they was proud, you know, because I'm yeah. kind of especially Africans. Yeah. You go in this way and they want you to go that way. Yeah. Um I had I had to prove it to them and the fact mm. that I did that like that's one of the biggest accomplishments. So, what wow. let, 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 with,
2: with you sharing your experiences and you getting your foot in the door in these different experiences, can you name one moment within your journey where you felt like, man, I think I cracked the code. I'm good now. Like what what particular experience mm-hmm. and or 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 organization or job or anything with that manit- magnitude within your career where you felt like you finally Crack the door open and from that point on it was just
1: scale up you good to go it was one it was two 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 times one when um 106 in park um where it was a competition they wanted us to you know put in uh, some audition tape and then upload it and you know they're gonna pick people to come and host and i was like i'm not doing that because one it's gonna be hundreds of thousands of submissions they're not gonna see mine and like I said, I was at Howard and Howard was one of the best experiences I've ever experienced. Just going to a HBCU. I know Abby, you probably could understand um, seeing black people like us yeah. that actually want you to win as well. You know, what I mean, it's not it's not like, oh, it's all about me or um, it ain't just a bunch of, you know, dudes that ain't doing shit. It's like you got people right. that are grinding that right. look like you and me. That shit was like deep. So. I had this girl, her name is Ebony. She had Delta from Howard. She was like, yo, aren't you going to turn in a video? And I was like, nah, I ain't going to get it. She was like, excuse me? Um, we, we don't know what that means. Right. So, and then it was Marjorie. She's a Zeta from from Howard. She was like, um, "She was." they both were at my, my dorm. They was like, uh, no, you're about to turn one in. I was like, honestly, I think that the deadline already passed. They researched it. They were like, you have until Wednesday. It was Sunday. <laughs> so I was like, whatever. I'm I do a little video, so I did a little video. Literally the next day, two producers from different departments at BET hit me up. They didn't even know that they both hit me up. It was like, we're flying you out. So I, just, ah. I hosted an episode with Roxy, just me and her. And I was just like, oh shit, I do have what it takes. You know, and that kind of was like an aha moment. Like, wow, it, it really is. You got to make sure you got good people around you. Mm. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have turned it in. You got people that believe in you more than you believe in yourself. Dog, Talk, that's to, a them. That's Talk a blessing, to them. That's man. Because I didn't believe in myself. Right. That's the thing that they believed in me more than I believed in myself. Wow. So mm. that that was one. And then going to Whoopi Goldberg House. That that right there was what? like wow. this, this ring right here was her brother's. It's a Cartier ring that she gave me. So that was when I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm here at Whoopi House. I was, I've been there like five times, went to three of her Christmas parties, you know, went to just, uh a Little barbecue that she had over there, she went just to visit. You know, when I was real cool with Raven Simone after that time, I was like, What? This is it, like a name dropping.
2: That's so raven. He name he he dropping.
1: And look, I'm not, no, 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 no,
2: no,
3: no, 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 yeah. We already knew
1: this, but I mean, I mean, you got Whoopi Goldberg like June. The, ex- the exact moment. Keep naming her when, when Man. her bidet cleaned my ass. I was like <laughs> this <is> the <laughs> day that cleaned Whoopi Goldberg ass. That's when I was like, I made it. <laughs> hey, 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 T. Hey,
2: T. Hey. Oh. There's the answer to my question. Oh. That was it. That There's was the, the answer to my question. <laughs> He had it. He
3: had his ass clean with celebrity, no. celebrity alkaline water. I, I, oh. I, I,
1: I, <laughs> I legit was looking at the picture <laughs> in the bathroom. I was like, "This is what she look at. Why her ass is getting clean? Like I uh. <laughs> in the same moment that Whoopi Goldberg, like deals with every day,
3: yeah. Right. Yeah. So like was, you, you uh, shared an experience. You shared yeah. an experience. Like, I have a That's yeah. crazy,
2: bro. That's, that's crazy. That's it. So man, that's um, why I asked, man. I was so curious. Like, man, everybody has those moments, but for you, man, um, what well, is knowing you, you know, you being in that industry, <laughs> man? I was I wanted to know personally, like, where exactly. Did you realize, or when exactly did you realize, mate? Hey, I made it. So that was the okay, day, day. <laughs>
1: I, I
3: like wow. that.
1: I like that. I'll tell you too. I'll tell you because you know we Raven and I, we we were really close <laughs> when when the view. And that's when we were, you know, visiting Whoopi. And it was right after her brother had passed. Mm. And, you know, that was like one, her, her best friend. It was her mom and her brother. Her mom had passed years before. And then when her brother passed, you know, we we just went a lot to, to just make sure she was good. And then I remember one time that we um, went there, we went with, it was me, Raven, um, and Etienne, which is Cheryl Lee Rouse's son. We went and he had this girl that he brought. And her, her dining room table was just filled with just jewelry and like just a bunch of like trinkets. And you can tell it's like family heirloom. She was like, I want you guys to pick something from this table. And we're like, huh? What, what is it? And she was like, These are my mom's and my brother's stuff. And I don't want to just give it out to eBay. I don't want to just sell it to anybody. I love y'all spirits and y'all souls. And whatever you pick, I want you to, you know, carry it on. And I was wow. like, I was like, Bruh, this wow. for me, like whoopee. So then I went and I saw this ring and it was party a Cartier ring. And I was like, yo, I think this is what I want. She was like, she said, started smiling, but like almost like a teary eyed smile. And she was like, this was my brother's. My mom gave it to him. And it was too flashy for him. So he hated how flashy it was. But she was like, I see your spirit and I would be honored if you, you know, took this and wore it. So I haven't taken it off since, you know, and that was just like a deep. Wow. And it's not just being star it wasn't starstruck or anything. It's just the fact that. You know, someone like that of that stature sees me, someone who didn't believe in themselves, you know. Um, So that was just a reassuring moment as well. You know, it's this is this is this is what I work for. This is what I've worked for this moment. So, yeah, you know, we have we've had some good times, man. Jonathan has been living some good You've times. <laughs> You've been out there killing it, man. For real. Yeah, man, that's you dope, know, man. It's a lot of work, though. It's a lot of work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. Man. Of What course. are you currently working on? Like, where are you at right now? Like, yeah. So I'm I'm Epony Magazine's correspondent. So I'm interviewing. I you know I got to interview the, the cast of Martin on their set for their mm-hmm. reunion, which was oh, I'm not going to hold you. I was nervous as fuck. I was like, are right. you sitting, like literally the entire cast on their set. I'm sitting there like in front of them. So you know people like that. You know I've been doing that. I'm their official correspondent. But something that I'm actually doing when I did um, BET's Grand Hustle, Ti was was my mentor. You know, and he told me, he was like, yo, bro, you need to start creating like you working for all these you know, people. You work for the white man. You're making them money. I mm. see superstardom in you. He said, that's mm. why I can't let you win this competition, because I you would not reach your highest potential being my assistant. I see mm. you as a superstar. And I was like, what? So I started writing the script. And now the script that I've you know, been writing since then, I put together a team and I just pitched it to somebody who's super, super interested in, you know, joining the team and has, you know, shows all under his belt so um mm. obviously i'll be acting in it as well but it's it's uh it's a an exciting time you know because it, this is a new you know a new a new venture new journey so i'm super excited about that so now i'm you know trying to be the the male east of ray man story. let <laughs> me get in the movie man
3: let me get Listen. like uh chris rock and boomerang or something <laughs> man like no, all, right. You, all right no,
2: hey you. you're one of them joys man <laughs> hey man i just want to to serve some tea or some food man? <laughs> That's it. you know what i mean just put me yeah. up in there as an extra man i'll just be in the background doing this and smiling yeah, right? yeah. is that is that um... With my Okiya <laughs> shades on, like, is that Abby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I definitely, I definitely would you know, love that. That would be a dream of mine to be able to share that type of moment with you know friends and family. So please, you. don't hey, even have to say that.
2: Hey man, you know what stood out to me um just now was uh not only the script development but you developing a team, forming a team, man. Mm. In order to, in order to get your vision out there, man. That that that's mm-hmm. dope. And I think a lot of us. Um, early entrepreneurs and, and we're going to get to the whole entrepreneur thing as far as you uh, providing some advice for these young entrepreneurs or or even seasoned entrepreneurs because You know, we seasoned entrepreneurs still need some wisdom. But 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 the key that stood out to me was forming a team like that. That stood out to me like, wow, like um, you got somebody, uh, your mentor um, that hollered at you and explained to you your potential, you know, uh, as to what he sees in you. And he wanted you to take it to the next level. So. What what I'm appreciative of is you took that and you went on ahead and transitioned that into action. Yeah. And not only is you transitioned that to an action, but you were able to put other cats on. You know yeah. what I mean? And and I think that's key in regards to entrepreneurship, um, is taking action into your goals and your vision, but most importantly, giving back, man. Like you said, man, you you don't forget who has brought you to where you are today. And your way of giving back is bringing them on as well too, because at the end of the day, we all are a part of that journey. So with that being said, what advice can you provide to entrepreneurs now that are starting out? And uh, based off of the experience that you just shared with us, uh, what jams can they utilize from that point on to help them be successful moving forward?
1: Number one, which is something I'm still learning, never be afraid to lean on your network. Um, I have contacts and friends and people that I could actually hit up, and I never did, you know, because I was always like, and it's not even an ego thing, it's more so like oh, I don't want to, you know, overstep my boundaries and you know? mm-hmm. nah, man, nah, because. <clears throat> Just like I said, if you have people around you that believe in you, that see the potential, they're going to want to jump on. You got to have faith in yourself. You know, and once you have that, there'll be nothing. You know, you have you have to lean on your network. You have to hit them up if you if if they can help you out with anything. Make sure they do it. That's like the number 1
0: so you think your sneakers look good, huh? Check this out. <laughs> Even the most exclusive sneakers once purchased look identical to everybody else's sneakers.
1: Can I get a holler, holla?
0: So how do you take your boring regular sneakers and convert them to unique dynamic sneakers that will stand out? Yo, that answer is easy. You need to g- g- get laced with Get Laced Shoelaces. Yes, sir. Yeah, Get Laced is a lifestyle shoelace retailer dedicated to inspiring customers through a unique combination of products, creativity, and cultural understanding. We just want you to upgrade your sneakers. So get laced. Visit GetLacedLaces.com or check us out on Instagram at getlace. underscore. Upgrade your sneakers with a black-owned business that provides international shipping, wholesale, custom, and fundraising options. Upgrade them sneakers, baby. He's He's a a genius, genius, man. Get yours today at getlacelaces.com. Premium sneakers need premium laces. Okieffa. Okieffa Shades is the premier choice for sunglasses. Top quality, unique, signature, fresh, trendy. Our shades provide significant UV light protection for eyes. And we have the best customer service around. The freshest and trendiest styles for both men and women. The finest shades to fit your style. Okieffa Shades is the premier choice for sunglasses. Visit www.okieffashades.com. That's O-K-I-Y-E-F-A Shades.com. Or on IG or Facebook at Okieffa Shades. Or on Twitter at DJ Ebrock.
3: Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. So you definitely uh, have been out there killing it, brother. Uh, previously, you 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 had talked about Ti and the whole Grand Hustle experience. I remember I was watching it at home. I'm watching it, and I'm, and I'm telling my parents, "Like, yo, I know that dude." They're like, "Yeah, you," because you know the the thing in my family is Marlan knows everybody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I'm man, like, nah, yeah. like that's my like that's my I know. <laughs> but I'm like, that's my bro. Like, I could call him on the phone. I could bang his line, and they like yeah. whatever. But, yo, when I was watching that show, man, I thought you was going to fire on old boy, man. I was sitting there like, Yanni, please, man. please don't smack this dude on TV. Dog. No. Wait, <laughs>
2: wait, what dude was that? What, what happened with that situation? And there was man. one.
1: Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so the premise of this show, it's literally like The Apprentice, but to work for T.I. So it was 16 people that lived in a mansion from all walks of life. Most of us were Black majority of us except for one white girl and one Puerto Rican dude who was black basically cuz he's from New York. So um just like off off rip this dude who was an alpha was like all up on my head like he was you know what I mean he's he like oh so where are you from and I was like LA where are you from he was like Miami I was like okay now what what what, what what's up <laughs> like you know why are you all on my face He's like, oh, I got to watch out for you. I got to watch out for you. And he's just a corny dude, right? But the entire season, because I was uh, top three. He was top three as well. So literally from 16 people to the top three, I had to deal with his nonsense. The entire time, uh, this dude literally just kept on poking, poking, poking. I find out after the show that the producers... Kept on telling them like they was egging him on to keep on poking at me because they said they found they, they, you know, they found where the show was gonna <laughs> going to be. And when they found my character, they was like, this is where the show is going to be at. So um, there was just a couple of times. I mean, you know, it was a lot of liquor at the house. There was a point a time. I think it was like the second day of shooting. I got so drunk and um, that that night he had said something crazy. And when I tell you I went out, had like (laughs) I was I was literally about to like I was going to steal on him just, you know, without (laughs) I'm not even going to put a PG. I I definitely was about to fight him. I had I I walked up and then the bodyguards came. They stopped taping. This was probably at like two o'clock in the morning. So the EPs had to come. They stopped the show. They was like, listen. This ain't no bad boys club. This ain't like that type of show. I understand he's getting under your skin, but like if you touch him, you're out. I was like, well, then I'm out. Like I, <laughs> I, I did not give a fuck. Hey, Ab- Abbie, <laughs> this dude was wilding, bro. He was. I did not. And that's the second day of shooting. So they took away the wow. liquor. For like, yeah, they took away wow, the liquor for a little man. bit. So we had, to be, we had to be on good behavior. And then they finally brought it back. And then it was an episode come like towards the middle. Was he it, the, said, pool party? God, yeah. it was the pool party, <laughs> bro? So. I watched it. Like I, I was, I was
3: tuned in. I was like, God, "My boy on TV, I mean, I'm supporting."
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I just say that uh, he went so what they was hey. doing?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yanni, Yanni, was wilding at the pool party. I mean, he was looking was like Cal- it, was, it was. Hey, it was, he was looking like Cal State days, bro. He was State out there, he was out there. <laughs> <laughs> and he was. Yeah, yeah. Hey, had we been there, it would have been. Yeah, it was. It would have been a nice problem. Shit. It was effort, So bro.
1: Ima- imagine, imagine you thinking that you about. So we had to do um, different tasks and challenges each episode, and um, this uh, during this episode, Ti comes out. He's like, "So we got half of the part. Uh, half of y'all are out. Y'all been really killing it." Um, And part of, you know, being a part of my team is my family needs to understand you, know you, family as in friends, and you have to do the same. So we're going to throw you a pool party in your backyard. So we go to the back. We ain't not eating nothing. They don't have no food, but little finger food. Ain't nobody worried about that. They got open bar. So, like, I have two cups of honey in my hand. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, like, girls start coming down in, like, bathing suits. And we was like, oh, shh. This is like down. Down forty. So I go upstairs and I change. I put my uh, my uh, my swim trunks on or whatever. And when I tell you, it, I, I I got caught like kissing butt and and just like <laughs> bro, bro, he was wild
4: like
1: pouring oil on the girls. And <laughs> Tim was like, "What well, what is this? Girls going wild." And and then at the end, when I tell you, I was trashed. I didn't mm-hmm. eat nothing all day, straight liquor. I'm thinking it's just a, a, a day of fun. TI comes out like hours later. He's like, everybody who don't live in this house, I need y'all to leave. If you live in this house, get ready for elimination. And my heart dropped. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going home. I'm going like, I'm going home. Cause I was wildin'. Island, I was wilding. I was like, I thought it was a I thought it was a day for us to just, you know, chill and turn up.
3: Hey. And, but, Abby, this dude was wilding. <laughs> Ah, they kept me. Look, they, kept
2: yeah, they, they did. They, they did. They did. <laughs> they killed me. So. That yeah, that but that ain't surprising though, man. You know that's Yanni, and uh, that's 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 what we used to do, man. You yeah, know, originally from yeah. Speezy, you know. Yeah. It, 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 and, uh, it, it
1: it was it was one of those moments when you remember how y'all used to have y'all uh, y'all drinks in the trash can. Yeah, trash can. yeah, <laughs> man, <laughs> tell like one of them tell parties. Tell <laughs> the em. blue juice. Hey, We're pe- people think we
3: was playing. When I'm yeah. telling you, bro, I have gone to the store. I personally have gone to the store, purchased a brand new trash can, cleaned it out, and I have physically made wow. the blue juice. Like purchased the ingredients and made it. My like made it. Like, and you get drunk while while what? you're making it because you gotta <laughs> you taste gotta keep it. My face. You gotta taste it. So at the end, I'm just plastered, <laughs> and Man. then the party's cracking. And we we talk about this in one particular episode. Episodes ago, and we talk about there was one party, and we had a blue juice trash can filled, I and this and, gonna... and this young lady, I ain't gonna mention her name, but she <laughs> dropped her, she dropped her phone in the blue juice, the bl- oh. like blue blue, and it's hey, sitting at there the,
2: at, the, at the very beginning of of the function, bro.
1: And oh. I'm
3: sitting there, and I'm the like, oh, time,
2: so everybody's looking true. at each other,
3: <laughs> and then one person slowly dips their cup in there like, fuck it. And then everybody else is like, oh, Absolutely, well. <laughs> what? That was, even, that was even, stop
2: nothing. even the girl <laughs> who dropped her phone, she was like, "She was fuck, like,
3: it. fuck it. Bro, everybody was in there just getting turned, And then at the end of the night, that phone was so blue. It was just... <laughs> it
1: was... Oh, <laughs> that flip phone was gone, man. It was gone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely remember those. So that's... It was just... It was a party just hey. like that. You know, took me it back. Lit, to the bro. Days. Yeah. That. But you know what?
3: Even even with all of that and the wilding and everything you were doing, the fact that he still saw something in you and kept you and then gave you that game at the end as well. It's yeah. uh, it's a testament, you know, like like. And it's funny because people have said that not to to my own horn, but about me. And I've heard people say that about Ebby and I've recognized things. Within Ebby that he didn't see in, in 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 himself and et cetera. And it's like, I'm looking at it from a bird's eye view, and I see all of you. You know mm. what I mean? Like, mm. like I can see more of you than you can see of yourself. You you can't even see the back of your head. Like, yeah, but but correct. I can. You know what I yeah. mean? So yeah. I like the fact that, that happened to you and then TI said, you know what I mean? And now where you're at and where you're going, because this is just the current position. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna, you're like you're you are on the way. You're gonna film this movie. Uh, I'm okay. gonna be in it. You know, what I'm saying like it's going down.
1: Yeah. No, but, no but even with with that situation as well, you know what I learned from? I mean, which is something I already knew. Is just being loyal because um, um yeah. the elimination. It was between me, the Puerto Rican dude who literally just stripped and jumped in the pool. And then a girl named Jill, who just got s- trashed, she got trashed, right? And he was like, y'all three just did not represent me well, you know? And they asked the girl, who do you think I should send home? She, had, she liked me, so she was like, send the Puerto Rican dude home. Then T.I. asked the Puerto Rican dude, who should I send home? And he said, send Jill home, because that was my boy. So then he gonna ask me, who do I think should, who should he send home? And they both were, you know, my people. So I said, honestly, what you saw was just me letting loose. You said that this was a day for us to chill and to get to know your people. The party was whack until I jumped in the pool. I got the party started. Everybody had fun because of me. So honestly, if you did not like how I was, then it would be me because this is who I was. You know, this is who I am. And he he kicked the Puerto Rican dude out, and he told me, "Jonathan, you're skating on ice with hot skates." I remember that. <laughs> and I was like, I just knew I was gonna go home. I wasn't gonna, you know what I mean? And and that right there just showed me it's like, stay loyal. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter yeah. if you, if like your All back right. is on the wall. You know, it's it's what's what's for you is gonna be for you. Mm-hmm. You Gosh, know, man, I could have nice. easily been like sent one of them home, and now yeah. I'm, a, I'm that asshole that you know you was cool with them. And that yeah. you know, I I said send me home if, if you felt like you can't you can't deal with this. This was me, you know. But I did get your whack ass party started, <laughs> right? right, right <laughs> for up. real, you know for real. So, so hey, that I, I learned, and I hope that people learn that as well. You know, we got it. We got to stay true to ourselves. <clears> don't, <throat> don't don't let shit sell you out, man. It's so mm. easy. it's so easy to do it in any industry. You know, and that's powerful,
2: and that's that's powerful coming from you because you in it. Yeah, You know what I mean? You in it. So for you to to say that, man, that that means a whole lot for cats out there that are trying to get up in there, man. And for those that are already in there, but they selling out, I hope you listening. You know what I mean? That's, that's gems right there. So Mm -hmm. switching gears real quick, man, what's the best advice you can give to help plan a career rather than simply working to keep a job? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I think cats really need to, to hear, uh, some gems around this particular Damn. question
3: yeah and then and just and just kind of add on how did you get from like working a job to, yeah to the career like like what's the what's the required mindset yeah. to do that
1: yeah um i think you just answered your question you have to have a, <laughs> you, you you have to have that, that mindset you see what i'm saying um I promised myself when I graduated Howard, I went to Howard for my family, by the way, got my master's for my family, got a 4.0 at Howard with my master's for my family because I didn't need it for my career. Um, So I was working at a bank, you know, to make sure that, you know, I I paid my bills. Um, But after I graduated from there, I said, I'm not going to work a nine to five after this. I promised myself I was not going to work a nine to five. Um, I worked an extra year, saved up mindset. You know what I mean? I, I planned this shit out. I didn't just go out and was like, okay, now I'm quitting and I ain't got shit, you know? But um, I took a leap of faith. And that's, I think, the, the number one thing you have to do. Nothing good or nothing that you really, really want is going to come easy. And if it comes easy, it can go just as easy. So um, I moved from D.C., And what was the other gem? I said, have people that believe in you. I had a best friend that lived there in in New York. He was like, come here. You don't have a job. Stay at my crib until you do whatever you need. Just go ahead. You know, um, I got you. I said, you know, the type of person I am, I hate taking, you know, I hate taking favors, but this is a part of my plan. And he sees it. He understands it. He's the one who kept on saying, yo, when are you moving out? So I moved I moved to New York with him and th- that transition was probably the worst time of my life. Um, my account got frozen because the person who did my taxes two years ago while I was at Howard claimed my tuition twice, had no idea. So IRS froze my account. My car got hit by a hit and run. Um, I had no money, had no food, really, you know, and um. And I was hanging out with the cast of Orange is New Black. i randomly got really, really <laughs> cool with them, really, really cool. And they saw where, you know, what was happening. So they like started giving me money for like train the subway. They gave me a little bit money for food. I was like, God, you know, I know wow. that this is where I'm supposed to be at, you know, the them doors is opening. man. But like it was the worst time of my life. Like, I felt like I had nothing. And then they gave me a book to read. Her name is Danielle Brooks, Brooks, the one who played Tasty. She gave me a book to read. It's called The Secret. And it's all about, you know, manifestation and the power of law of attraction and all that. And I changed my mindset, that mindset. I said I wasn't going to work. And I said I wasn't going to work a nine to five. And I'm only going to do what I want to do, which is the entertainment industry. Literally right after I read that. My account got unfrozen. I got my car back. Is that um, right? I got, I got my first gig doing TV hosting at Arise TV, which was um, uh, an overseas channel. And literally, my life just started to actually come together. You know, it was, all of, it was all about my mindset. You know, so the advice I could give is take that leap of faith. Um, of course, you know, plan it out as much as you can, but understand that shit's going to happen, you know? And if you give up, then you allowed it to, to win. You allowed that trials and tribulations to win. All you got to do is get through it. Understand that you're not the only person that's going through shit Mm. Mm. because when we going through shit, we as, as woe as me, Mm. Oh my God, God, why do you hate me? What? Mm. Somebody's going through something worse right next door.
3: Right next door. It's not about you.
1: It's not, it's not, not about
3: stop you. Stop playing. Bro. It's not about That's you. Right. It's not. Don't
1: make this an excuse to go back to your shit. So I've, I kept my promise. I've never, never worked a nine-to-five since then. That was 2013, 2014. Man, longevity. Yeah. Man. That's what's up, right, bro. Yeah.
3: Man, brother been out here, man. He's been out here getting it, man. Getting it. Yeah, man. So so how do you stay? How do you stay in motion? Like, you know, where do your ideas come from? Do you have like. I don't know, like a mentor or something that kind of helps you think through things or you just wake up in the morning like, I'm going to go do this today.
1: I'm out. Like, how does that. I mean, it's it's a it's a mixture of both. You know, I definitely have good mentors, plural. You know, strong oh. black men that who? have been in this, uh Who? Who are they? Um, so I have one. His name is St- uh, Stanley. Uh, he it, he was the first. He was in the first Lion King, uh, the Broadway. He was. Oh, in, so a very seasoned actor. Um, still is <laughs> acting. Uh, all about Sankofa and black love mm. and. Just keeping, you know, Black power. Um, And so he's one of my main ones. Um, I have, uh, his name is Musa. He's like the ambassador of Harlem. Uh, He's in his 60s, but he was the first supermodel, male supermodel to leave out, come out of Harlem. Um, back in the day, so like these are like powerhouse guys, you know, that I man. talk to on a regular. Now, if it's not on a regular, Ti, I still talk to him here and there. Like he literally just hit me up right after the Martin interview. He was like, "Yo, King, I see you. I'm proud of you. Salute to you." Like, man, that's, man that's dope, man. Yeah, oh, that's, that's and and you know that stuff. Even though it's not a everyday thing, just having people that that believe in you and you know congratulate you or salute <laughs> you. They still watching. They still watching. And Watch. if, if they and if they still
2: watching, that means they still supporting you, bro. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They, they supporting exactly. you, man. If you if it's to a point to where they watching because they want to see you grow and be successful. And if you go on left instead of right, then they gonna hit you and holler at you like, yo, you stirring too far to the left. I need you to come back yeah. this way.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, that's the only reason why they're watching. It's either only that reason, which is your mentor, you know, that you work with. And then you got others that are watching on some hating type shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like you said from the very beginning, outside of family, we do what we do for those haters because we want to prove them wrong. That part. You know? I know. I know. That's what I, I know for me. I do that on a regular basis. man. I purposely do things just to prove these cats wrong because cats have and we all can experience this where cats have come out. It's like, man, you can't do that. Or they smile on your face like, oh, for real. Yeah. yeah. In a sarcastic moment. But they got that look, like, man, you ain't gonna succeed, or you ain't gonna do that shit. It's like, for sure, no doubt. Watch me, watch it's, me get down, watch me get me. down. Watch yeah. me get I,
1: wish down. I wish y'all knew how many times I heard stuff like that. Even, right. and she was even from my family, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna move to DC. You don't have no money. You don't know nobody out there. You, are you sure you can do that? Like, I did it. I used that as motivation. Honestly, mm-hmm. that's right. that's what it was. That's yeah, what it was. man. So what's up? What's up, haters? How are we feeling? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> how are we feeling?
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey man, that's facts, bro. You know, so man, I'm so proud of you, my G, for real, man. So right. proud of you, man. Um, so right now you in New York,
1: and how long you been in New York? So I've been here since 2014. I left Cali 2010, right? Uh, go to DC. So I was there for three years, and then came so 20. after so, so after DC, you went to New York. Yeah.
2: OK, OK,
3: 20, 2014. Yeah. Hey, that's crazy, man. Crazy, I've, been in, right? I've been in New York twice. No, three times since yeah, I, then. I, and I ain't even hit you. up. That's mm. wild. I'm slipping. That's wild. I'm that's slipping. Wild. Well, I mean, you was too busy partying with T.I. probably, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying. He was out there on the but did you know? Carpet. But,
2: but Pete, did you know he was in New York, though?
3: I did like so
2: me and Yonathan tap in during that time. I
3: mean, yeah, like okay, man, okay, okay. Me and Yonathan tap in periodically. Like I'll drop yeah. some on him; he'll drop something on me. I I hit him up. Like we kind of <laughs> stay in contact a little yeah. bit. You okay. know what I'm saying? Uh For the most part, and man, that's that's shame on me. But uh, good. my next go. my next get down, man, I'm I'm coming because I I've, I've been to Harlem. I love. I, like you, am a historian. Like, I love the culture. I love all of that. Like, when you posted recently, you were in front of Langston Hughes' house. I was like, yo, that's wild.
2: Steve. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that, too. I've seen that, too. Third story, right? Yeah. yeah and Dave, it's like, seen like, like, <laughs> like, he used to write. He probably sat on them, <laughs> on them
1: steps and was
3: writing or waving to people or whatever. And, like, oh. you're right there. That, to me, is crazy. Because crazy. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's wild, it's bro.
1: So and I, I take that in you know what I mean I, I honestly take all that energy in um because literally the greats I found out that Malcolm X used to rap to people right on my corner like stop right playing where I live. stop playing because I talk to a lot of the older people that are from, yeah. Malcolm, from my block and they'd be like oh yeah I, I used to stand right over here Malcolm x used to be rapping to people uh talking uh, to me. even like where he was shot it's literally right it's not it's not far from from where I'm at so it's man when I tell you i Billie Holiday, the next street over from where I live is where she fucking used to live, where mm. where the whorehouse was. A next street over with like I, I'm like I'm literally in the middle of greatness from legend. Mm. Like they all was walking on my block. It's wild.
3: Is it really gentrified now?
1: Uh, not not as bad, but of course, you know, mm. you know, they got a little bit of, you know, is there a Starbucks yet? Mm, yeah.
3: Oh, okay. Okay, cool. It's a Whole Foods. <laughs> oh, I was, about, I was about to ask that question. They got
1: a Whole Foods. <laughs> they got an Aldi. Listen, yeah. building build <laughs> a Trader Joe's right across the street. Oh, so yeah, that's a, it's a, a Like it's done on 125th Street, where the cracked pandemic. You know, here's, that, here, wow. here's literally I, here's here's the
2: finalized question right there. Hmm. Are there any white ladies or white women running and jogging like six in the morning? Oh, on
1: that street. That, that's that's when you know. And yeah. yeah. OK, wow. yeah. But, but the, the, the dope thing about it is Harlem is so rich in culture that you can't just like come out and, you know, take it out. Like, you know how they kind of did it in D.C. Um, yeah. Harlem. Oh, come on, Harlem Renaissance. You got right. You got, right. Now, all of that Harlem was like where the freed slaves were able to go to, you know, so mm. um, it's so rich in history. It's it's really hard to gentrify gentrify it it's gentrified in a, in the sense of renovated places now they charging an arm and a leg when they wasn't doing that back in the day you got a couple of you know snowflakes that trickle in here and there <laughs> he they, <laughs> but um but oh you know, bunny. the bunnies yeah the <laughs> bunnies yeah they, they definitely <laughs> jogging um when 10 years ago they definitely wasn't over there so you know the what's stone. the, what's
3: the, what's the rent or mortgage looking like for one of those brownstones? Oh, that's a lot.
1: That's a lot. The, the brownstones yeah. go over, over like 1.5 mil or two mil, like the Yeah. When it, I think back in, I think I looked at it back in the eighties. I think it was like something something crazy, like 50,000. Oh no, <laughs> oh, come it on. It was something man. crazy. Yeah, something crazy. The so, Huxtables? Oh, yeah, no, right. man. Yeah, but, but you have to understand, it was literally cracked out. Oh, of
3: course, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: like, yeah. You know what I mean, so. But that um, clean shot, that clean shot. Yeah, man, so did, so did.
3: Man, I don't been out there in Harlem, man. I hung out, went to Dr. J's, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like, man, Man, I'll be out there, bro, I'll be yeah, out there. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, Harlem I mean, is going pull is up, man.
3: Yeah, is yeah,
2: at. y'all gotta come out. So, man, well, <clears throat> that's cool, bro. Um, we definitely gonna make our moves out that way and check you out, man. And uh, I've never been to New York personally, and I got family out there, which is crazy to me. So, um, I'm gonna definitely make that, that, that leap of jump and make way out there, man, and check it out and peep out, peep out the history you guys are mentioning right now. But, um, with that being said, man, we're gonna. Pretty much wrap it up and uh before we do wrap it up man you got any last minute points or or uh comments that you'd like to uh throw out there man in regards to man just where you're at and what next level opportunities you see yourself stepping into
1: moving forward man as you scaling up within your career yeah um i'm gonna be the next black multimedia mogul You know, Um, I I, I know that for a fact, Uh, I I see where I'm going. I I see who believes in me and I see who who don't. And I use that uh, as motivation to make them believe in me. If they, you know, Um, I I get a lot of no's. I've gotten a lot of no's and I had to learn, which is, which is a gem that I think everybody should learn. You got to turn your nose into Motivation, or just like you got to be in the mindset to understand that this is because that wasn't meant for you, and something out there is bigger for you. You know, something out there is waiting for you. I almost got, I was, it was between me and the person they picked. I almost got this huge gig as a host for Cupcake Wars on Food Network. Mm. And when I got that, no, it was between me and the person I, I w- got past Kel Mitchell got past Jack Osborne, mm. got past uh, Caduce, who was the old school VJ uh, for MTV, mm-hmm. and it was between me and the person they picked. And I was like, God, why? Why? Like, you, you, you always have me right there. And, you know, I had to learn, like, this is because you have something so much bigger. And I see it now, you know. Um, granted, of course, I would have wanted it then, but don't let that, you know, don't let it deter you. It's so yeah. easy to, you know, to fall back and be like, "Damn, okay, I guess this wasn't for me."
0: It's not gonna yeah. be
1: easy. It's not gonna yeah. be easy. So, yeah, I'm gonna be the, the next black multimedia mogul, man. So, this guy man. excited for y'all. to see That's what's journey. up, bro. That's <laughs> what's <laughs> up, man.
3: Hey, oh. you are going to be a household name. Yeah, yeah, straight up. I, and yeah, I'm gonna yeah, drop I, it I, again. And when you make the movie.
2: Make sure
1: you
2: put <laughs>
1: your boy. In. I got you.
2: Hey, I hey, got you. Hey, and, go why, and why and while he doing that, we're gonna keep decking him out with get lace and okay. Hey, you, hey you, man, <laughs> just let
3: us know when you move. I promise you, bro. I'm telling you, I get sample stuff and I just push it. I mean, I got some shorts right here.
0: I got I just, you, I just get
3: head. items and I'm like, let me see what these look like. And a lot of it, you know. Man, I don't know about Ebby, but man, I'm I'm very simple when it comes to my apparel. Abby still be wearing flashy stuff, man. He got he got <laughs> he rose, so gold suits and stuff. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like, I'm out here like, man, I got a black suit, black tie. Like, like I'm like, I'm very, very simple. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I know you still be into like the fashion and all of that, man. So as it comes in, Ebby and I, we just gonna start lacing you with more and more care packages, bro, because yeah. you know, we want you to one, to rock it. To evaluate. Yeah. Yeah. Evaluate. You know what I mean? And it's just us showing love. You know what I'm saying? Like supporting you as you do what it is that you're doing. Cause it's colder in New York and one day you may just need a hoodie. You know i
1: You don't understand how much I wear <laughs> your your hoodie. Don't like don't. Sleep. I think I still because I'm I'm over here in uh Fide right now, and I got my, I got a bag and I got your hoodie up in there. Like that's I, what I'm don't saying. Playing with that. That's what so, I'm saying. Uh, yeah, and and you know, vice versa. Like I I posted to to support, and I you know I tell people about it, and and people I, I get great reviews from it. That's why I keep on telling y'all. I'm so proud of y'all. I'm proud Thank of y'all, you, brother. Thank keep you. Keep that up, man. Keep it up for real.
2: I uh, appreciate it, man. I think the key thing to what he was saying is, uh, is the, uh, the feedback, you know, yeah. because you, you out there, you know, and um, especially with the whole fashion, uh, aspect of it, you know, that's who you are in general, but you out there. So you see what current trend is popping and, mm-hmm. and, um, and what's working and what's not working. So for you to be, um, as, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, um, in, tune, tapped in. In, tune, in tune, tap in and getting word back to us, man, whatever we can do to, to help build and, and, and fix up what we currently got going on, man. It means a whole lot, bro. Hey man, mm-hmm. before I continue on, is my audio still cool? Yeah, you yeah, good. good. All right. For sure. man. Perfect. I just want to make sure. Perfect. Good. But yeah, right, man. I, so, so like, if you got, if you got something going
3: where we can tap in and just kind of support you, whether that's some like custom items or whatever, like, yeah. for like gift bags or whatever, just man tap in and we can push it out to you and we'll just get it out. Cause we just trying to, we, we are trying to build man. And I, and I know I can speak for Abby when I say this and we have moments where we're just like, man, maybe this ain't it. Like maybe this ain't it. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, I got a garage full of shit and I'm thinking, man, maybe this ain't the move. But recently, cause as we slide into business updates real quick, recently I signed up to be a, um, I'm gonna say vendor, but a participant in the major uh, trade show called the Agenda Show in Vegas. Nice, which nice. is which is huge. So I'm about to be in there with Gucci and Fubu and all these other brands, and I'm gonna occupy my small space and hopefully come up, man. And I just I just stamped on that, man. I locked that in yesterday, actually. So that's like news okay. to the to the world. But I'm a little scared, but it's it's a healthy sense of fear that's gonna. Caused me to think outside the box and really really That's get right. creative. So I may be calling you trying to bounce some ideas off of, off of you for sure. Yeah. But yeah, man, Abby, you, you man. got something? Thank you, brother. Thank you, man.
2: Yeah, man. Um, shoot, since we on that topic with business updates, man, I actually, uh, I'm right behind you P I signed up for the, uh, it's actually a pre up. Um, it's not available as far as uh, going through the full process on, the on getting on a list, but, uh, I did a pre-signup man for an expo as well, too. Um, later on this year, uh, as P and I, we bounce ideas off of each other on a regular basis. And he suggested to me too, that I should tap into looking at these different expos. So I did. Mm-hmm. And Dope. there's a, Dope. there's a, there's a vision expo, uh, taking place out here in the West coast. They got expos East yeah. and West coast, but you Know I wanted to start off small and, and go where you know it's accessible for me just to see how it is. It's yeah. not gonna burn burn my pockets too much. Cause right. man, I got I got inventory up in my in my garage too, man. And uh um, um some is moving, some styles are not moving. So mm-hmm. and and like he said, man, just the other day, and I have multiple moments, man. I'm like, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> like yeah, this shit right here is for the birds, yeah. man. But yeah. But, yeah. you know, it, it that's just part of entrepreneurship, man. But anyways, yeah, man, I, I signed up for it, man. It's in Vegas uh, later on this year. Um, I got my name acclimated with it. So I'm just going to wait until they re- reach out. And yeah, man, I'm, it, I'm, I'm I'm somewhat of a vendor who will have its own booth as well. It? Uh, it's in September. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. it's in perfect. September. So. I'm going to okay. be out there, too, with all the top dogs like Ray-Ban and Versace and, oh. and, and, and Gucci and all that, man. So I'm in my little booth, but I'm going to be out there on the damn table with my shit on. too. Aye. Oh, yeah. I'm that's I'm that's right. my, I might bring my I'm I might bring my damn uh, Nigerian flag that you see all right here on this. Board.
1: <laughs> For real. Yeah. <laughs> For real. For real. Yeah. Like, like,
2: like you said, like you said, honestly, like be you. You know what I mean? Like. Man, Stay true to yourself,
1: man. So that, that was probably the best thing I ever did because that is my actual brand, is being first generation in the United States. So yeah. I'd be representing my culture like in and out. I've been told, like, even in my reel, because I had it in my reel, someone, someone was like, Hey, I, I wouldn't even put that part in there. And I was like, For what? It's like, you know, big media networks and stuff, big, you know, kind of might scare them off. I was like, Well, then it's not for me. Right. It's not for you. That's Who not cares? Who cares? <laughs> man, represent. Like, that's, staying. that's staying. So absolutely, you know, represent your culture. Represent yeah, do that.
3: Do that. Hey, Abby, when
1: you get out there
3: for that, um, once you confirm the dates, let me know. And I'll see if I can pull up and just I don't know, assist. You know, yeah, I can nah, help. for sure. You know, what for saying? sure, man.
2: For sure, man. I appreciate that. I'll definitely let I you, you. you know. Okay. so I guess once I get some more info, man. I I'm I'm nervous too. I ain't even gonna lie. And you know what's crazy. In my career job, you know, uh, my day job, uh, I work in the healthcare industry, uh, Yanni. And so Mm -hmm. I do like hospital administration and stuff like that. So but more on the supply chain side. So I work with I do vendor management. I work with different suppliers Mm -hmm. on that end, which makes where I'm at much easier, you know, because I'm working with suppliers, you know, with a different just a different product and service. But. But I go to these, I go to these expos all the time, you know, represent my organization. So mm-hmm. I'm not behind the booth, though. I'm the individual walking up to the booth to see what new products are out there for mm-hmm. the hospitals. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to be on the other side, you know, yeah. which is going to be of right. wild for me, you know. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting, bro. That's dope, man. That's dope, a, man. Shout out. Dope. That's dope. So. That's
3: dope. Even Look. even if you go and this one doesn't really turn out how you may have forecasted <laughs> it, it's just to put yourself into the conversation. Mm-hmm. And Abby and one thing about Ebby, people don't know. Well, they probably do. I don't know, but Ebby be networking like a mug. Abby is uh, like yeah. I, do. <coughs> I do, I do, I Abby do. Don't, Abby don't hit me up like, hey P man, I got these tickets to the Lakers, man. I'm in the box. I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh shoot, yeah, How much? Yeah. Oh man, you know, this yeah. dude out the yada yada like <laughs> he. He hit me up. He was like, "What? No, like, Abby, Abby man, that's a thing. gift."
1: He's the
3: king. He that's got it, man. He got man. it.
1: That's a gift. He yeah, got man. it.
3: So yeah, right. man. Let's um. You got cool. any? Well, let's do this. Where can the people find you at, Yana? You Want to put oh, your yeah. socials um, out there?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, Instagram and Twitter, Jonathan Elias T V Y O N A T H A N E L I A S T V. Um, and yeah, you know, hit me up there. You can see all my information, like emails and yeah. stuff like that. And a lot of the stuff I'm doing, uh, it's going to be a lot of great stuff, you know, that that's going to be mm-hmm. posting soon as well. So, uh, I'm excited,
3: man. He's super humble, man. This, this brother's Instagram and TikTok is crazy.
1: I mean, <laughs> this dude, and he's so
3: open, so transparent and he's so, what's the word? Vulnerable. He's yeah. just yo, I'm out here, man. And he's doing he man, he got a shirt off, got the chest plate. <laughs> like, he's, he's, he's just like you, you can honestly tell that you're you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and then as I watch that, I learn more about who you are, yeah, and who you have become as a person, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's crazy, man. But shout out to you for that, man. Thank um you. let's let's get into these uh sponsors. First up, we got Okie F man. You already know what it is. Go to dot pick you up something. I need to give me a something a little new, man. The summer coming, man. I gotta make sure I'm fly. Yeah, hey man.
2: Oh, man. I, hey man, I'm gonna duck you out with one, with one of these eyewares, too, bro. So when you at the job, man, they ain't Come messing with you. Sure. They That's already what I'm know. Man, man. I got you, bro. Don't even
3: trip. I need something cultural though. I need something black. So when they look at it, they like, yeah, <laughs> he's a real one. You know what 100, I'm saying? He's a, he's a real one. Oh, also man, make sure you go to getlacelaces.com, pick up the freshest sneaker apparel and sneaker accessories. I got laces, man. I got some new product coming. I got some socks on the way. I got the Paisley prints out coming soon, man. So if you key, I got the blue ones, man. If you on the other side, I got the red ones. And yeah. if you're just a neutral person, man, I got black. If you're from there Cali, you, you already know what it is. Right. That's part of the culture here, and that's what we do. If you need some educational resources and you rely within the state of California, I got you. Go to principalpetemc.com. Learn how to talk to your staff, talk to your students, I mean, your kids, teachers, and all that stuff, and how to address the administration. And when problems arise, what do you do? I got all the solutions right there. Highlight your boy, principalpetemc.com. If you need some fly apparel because you're traveling, Go to Project International, P-R-A-J-E-K-T-I-N-T-L. And as always, shop WD, I'm sorry, shop GWDistrict.com, the Black-owned business marketplace, shop GWDistrict.com. And I got a quote as we cut out, and it's from my brother Nasir Jones, and it says, some seek fame because they need validation, and some say hating is confused admiration. Woo! Hey. Woo. Brother, the time is about to cut out. Yanni, we appreciate you, brother. I'ma say this right now, we love you. Thank you for being you. We appreciate the honest and authentic version of you and keep doing what you're doing, fam, for real. I appreciate it. Hey, I love you
2: guys too, man. Much love, brother. Episode 12 is in the books. I know. Book. books! 7209! Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 and we out. <laughs>